Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We are here. It is Friday. That means DFS preview. We have two Saturday games this week, though. We'll get you covered on that, plus the 11-game main slate on Sunday to get you rocking and rolling for another week of NFL DFS action. You can follow myself on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports Scott. Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, love that we got Saturday games. We got Saturday games plus some bowl games yep. on Saturday, too. It's going to be a full football day. It's going to be so much fun, Bob. And uh, I like we're going to just open up and put together a lineup for this two game slate of Saturday games. Yep. Two games Saturday slate. As Bogman said, you got uh, Vegas at Cleveland for now. Cleveland's pretty much all on COVID. Uh, <laughs> Vegas minus one and a half over under 38 and a half. You got New England at Indianapolis, Indy minus two and a half over under 45 and a, over 45. How do you plan on building this one out, uh, Bogman? I am going to go with the two best players in this slate, Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. So I just put those two guys right into my lineup. It costs a lot, 9,200 for Taylor. 7,800 for Chubb, and I worked backwards from there. So that's what I did first was I knew I wanted these two backs. So To be I fair, I have those two as well. So, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, Bachman said beforehand, he's like, I bet we have the same lineup. I said, I doubt it, but we'll see. So, uh, so far, two for two. Right. Where'd you go at quarterback? At quarterback, I went with Mac Jones because he was cheapest. Was he cheapest is the question. Well, of the starters, of the four starters. Keenum might have been cheaper. I actually didn't even look. Keenum is 48, but I went with Case Keenum. Okay, you went with Case Keenum. All right. So I love this strategy already. My defense, I went with the cheapest option on defense as well. I went with the Raiders at 3,000 because I just want to save the money. I went Browns at 31, but close enough. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, So we're we're very close. Yeah, we're close there. So where'd you go at, uh, let's just have fun. Where'd you go at tight end? At tight end, I went with Jonu Smith at 3,000. Okay, we're different there. I went Harrison Bryant at 2,500 because there's no one else alive in oh, Cleveland right wow. now. Wow. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's a good strategy. Uh, my wide receivers, I went with Hunter Renfro, Michael Same. Pittman, and T.Y. Hilton at 4,200. Now we get. Now we have fun. I went Renfro as well because he's the only thing they have really going right now. It's right. like maybe Jacobs. Um, especially if, if Waller's out, you just have to go Renfro. Pay, pay the price and don't talk about it. Um, then it gets fun. I went Donovan Peoples-Jones to complete my Bryant Ooh, and Keenum stack. Because Landry's Peoples, on the IR. I like that. Seven targets last week, five catches. He's good in the deep ball and in the slot. Yeah, with the Landry on the IL, that's a big one for me. And then I went with Kendrick Bourne at 5300 bucks because he's been a, a monster pretty much for New England. And the beautiful thing about this, if I want to, I can upgrade potentially and get to Mac Jones instead of Keenum if I go from Browns to Raiders and do a couple of finagles. So well, also, I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield still could play. Yeah. So it, it's that's why this table. is all in limbo still. Right. Of course. So I, I like that. I like the fact that, you know, ahead of time that you can pivot should Case Keenum not be the starter and just go to Baker. So who's your flex? Um, my flex is Hunter Henry. So I did okay. go with both. Uh, New England Patriot tight ends. Uh, he was uh, forty two hundred 
But of the the money that I have left, he was the best player, I thought. And this is why I'm partial to maybe going Mac Jones. But then again, if people listen to our picks show, I think the Raiders Browns go over. I think New England Indianapolis stays under. So I went with Jacoby Myers as my flex. So that's why I didn't know the quarterback route, but I figured PPR format, Bourne and Myers, they can each catch four or five passes for 50 plus yards and, and get me. I going. want Mac thrown to the tight ends. You want Mac thrown to the wideouts. Yep. So. It's going to be a fun one. See, I knew we wouldn't have the same lineups. I do that for a fact. <laughs> we're pretty similar yeah. for, for two games. We're always different on um, the Thursday night showdown. I feel like we're more different on Thursday night with one game than yeah. we are with two games. here. So. It's going to be an interesting build because it's like you take the cheap quarterback, cheap defenses, stuff like that, and plug in the big running backs, or do you go to like Jacobs? I was tempted to go Ramondre Stevenson because because um, you have um, – uh, which I just totally blanked. And Harris, Harris, yes, I was gonna say Evans. Harris is banged up, but um, even if Harris plays, Stevens is gonna get his. So right. that's intriguing. If you want to save some money there, and then you can go up elsewhere in this game. Uh, I think stacking the late game could be productive because I think a lot of people will go early game. We'll see. I think the Browns are gonna be very popular with. Um, I mean, the Raiders defense might be very popular with the Brown situation. So it'll be fun to see as we still wait for more COVID news to come out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully uh, we they're just competitive games that we can enjoy. That's what we want. Fingers crossed. That's all we ever want. But what you guys want is your Sunday main slate preview. So let's just kick it off. 11 games for you. And why not kick it off with a bloodbath right out the gate? Arizona at Detroit. Arizona minus 13 over under 47. Yeah, um, look, uh, let, let's just go with what we know here. What we know is that the Cardinals are going to roll the Lions in Detroit. Kyler Murray is a decent price at 79 and 88. Uh, James Connors, just a little nicked up, 64 and 8,000. Uh, Chase Edmonds was activated off IR, so he's in the window. Don't know if he's going to play this weekend. So if Edmonds doesn't play, I tell you what I do like is Eno Benjamin as a potential punt play at running back 4,400 and 5,500 on DK and uh fan duel for him. And the reason I like this is because we expect the Cardinals to be up early in this game. So a lot of the second half, if James Conner, you know, we know he just had an MRI. So he's a little bit banged up. Why put him out there? James Conner has a, uh, an a checkered injury history and he's getting kind of to that point where he's at the point of carries where he is probably going to get hurt. I hope I'm wrong. Welsh and I had a big argument about stupid James Conner on uh, ITL this week, but um, you know, I've watched the guy play a lot. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And uh, you know, the guy does, he gives it everything he has every single time. He leaves nothing in the tank. So uh, that plus his, you know, medical history makes him potentially injury prone. So I think Eno could take over in the second half. I don't really want to mess with running backs in Detroit. Who knows? I mean, if Jamal Williams clears, he'll get the carries, but Craig Reynolds was okay. Igbique put it on the ground. Is Jamar Jefferson going to be healthy enough to play? I have no idea. So I don't want to mess with it. Um, I like Kirk. I like AJ Green in here. I like Rondell Moore's cheap price at 4,400 and a St. Brown, uh, 12 targets per game in the last two games. He had 50 weeks, one through 12, 24 in the last two weeks. So 52 and 5,600, not too expensive of a price to pay. Uh, uh, Hawkinson's banged up. I'm not pivoting to Brock Wright. Nope. I'm not paying up for Zach Ertz or either one of these defenses. Uh, so I think my favorite plays here are going to be 
uh, St. Brown, Rondell Moore, and Kyler Murray. But um, if Chase Edmonds is out, then I do like Eno as a punt play at running back. I like the Eno call if Edmonds is out. I think Edmonds suits up. Just a matter of how much they use him, as you said. He's right. banged up. I don't think they'll need to use him a lot, so Eno still could get some love in this game. There's other options that are cheap that have a more of a st- stable role, though, so we'll talk about them later. Um, Kyler is a great play this week. Should just beast out again, especially if you're paying up in cash at quarterback. He's a great one. Um, you don't have to, but he's a very, very strong one. And then I, I love, um, you know, you could go to Kirk for sure if you want. I love the AJ Green price tag, 49 and 57. Should be super popular. Uh, should be a cash game play for you. He's going to get targeted a lot and get his. So I like AJ Green quite a bit at that price point. And I love the Mon uh, St. Brown call you made as well, 52 and 59. We've been on and off of him all season, but he seems to we said this before, so it's kind of like a broken record, but it seems to be getting the role. You mentioned the 24 targets over the last two weeks. He's uh, getting in a good spot there with Goff. You know, it was Reynolds, and Reynolds is still getting his, but his price tags come up, and, and St. Brown's got more of a stable uh, bulk workload that we're looking for. So I like that call as well at 52 and 59 as an option in this game. San Francisco hosting the Atlanta Falcons in this one. The Niners minus nine-point favorites over under 46. Are we stacking it? Are we playing anything in this game? Um, well, I'm not going to play any Falcons. I don't think so. Uh, the one I could see playing would be Russell Gage, Your right? Boy. Um, at, at 58 and 6,000, they still haven't raised him. You know what? Okay. I'll pivot. Yeah. I'll say I will play yeah. Russell Gage at 58 and 6,000. Um, I don't want either quarterback. I don't want Eli Mitchell. Um, I do want Eli Mitchell, but I just don't yes. want him knowing that he's been banged up and they might, li- if they get up, they'll limit him. Right. So I don't want to do that. Um, Cordell Patterson's been getting like, even in the game last week when he had uh, what are 18 touches, still got 50% of the snaps, which it doesn't matter if you get 18 touches, but he just makes me nervous. His previous three weeks, he just was not as productive. Um, I love Debo, but I can't play him at 8,200 when they're using him as a running back more than they're using him as a wideout. He just doesn't get enough opportunity um, in my opinion. So I like Ayuk at 63 and 66. I think he's been a good price. Uh, if you are going to pay up for a tight end, Kittle is the guy at 75 and 55, he, 78 and uh, 75, 78, excuse me. Uh, he has been uh, expensive, but very, very worth it. Um, neither one of these defenses either. So I think Russell Gage is my big play in this game. Yeah, it's, it's one of those games I could see stack, like a mini stack if you want to go like Jimmy G, Ayuk and Kittle and bring it back with Gage. I really don't have a problem with that if you want to, because I think there is points. I like the over in this game. I think Atlanta keeps it close enough to make the Niners continue to move the ball. If not, though, if you just want some one-offs, I like the Gage call. Love Kittle this week. If you can pay up a tight end, love Kittle. So you have Kelsey on Thursday night. Waller is on Saturday, even if he plays it all. Kittle's your dude if, if, if he's uh, there. Him and Gronk are your guys this week. So I, I like Kittle quite a bit. But if you just think it's kind of a slow game where the Niners dominate, I love Mitchell, even though I know he's banged up and if they pull away, whatever. I think if they pull if they pull away, it's because Mitchell had something to do with it. So Mitchell at 62 and 78, I like a lot if he plays. But if not, I kind of like a weird passing game stack in this one with um, with Jimmy G because he's super cheap, Ayuk and Kittle. With that said, we both just like basically said no to Debo. So yeah, it's it feels like you know he's still so good <laughs> even when he touches the ball. I get it. As the running back, it's very difficult to pay off eighty two hundred dollars. It's very. I mean, difficult. he's going to score a touchdown, but is that yep. worth eighty two hundred bucks? Right? It it might be. It, it's just I one think... of these weeks. One of these weeks, he's going to become a receiver again, and right. you want to beat the people to it. 
Right. Uh, hopefully it's this week, but I just yeah. I have no confidence that it's it is. tough. It's tough. But if like you're making like a 20 max type deal, I'd have some Debo for sure. Uh, Carolina at Buffalo. Buffalo at uh, minus 10 and a half over under 44 and a half. This is an ugly one, Bogman. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're just getting to that time of year, right? Where you have We've some been ugly at this time games. of year for a few weeks. Right. Where you have these lopsided games. Uh, I'm not using Josh Allen coming off his boot stuff. I'm not worried about him playing. I think he is going to play. I think in year long, if he's your quarterback, I'm not pivoting anywhere else, but I'm not going to pay for him in fantasy in D, in DFS. Excuse me. Um, I'm not buying any running back in this game uh, because the bills refuse to run the ball. Um, go ahead. Breaking news. I know this is going to come out Friday. Um, Urban Meyer just got fired. Did he really? Yes. Finally. Sorry. People have listened to us long enough. This is what I've been waiting for the entire season. Finally. And it's just came across as breaking news. He got fired. Yeah. I think, I think the kicking thing, I think that was, yep. uh, I think that was the last straw. So, you so you guys want to see my live reaction? Watch the Lion Star YouTube channel. Dude, I might, I might switch my bet to Jacksonville now. Uh, yep. Jacksonville might play with some passion. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God that he is gone. So, Sorry, uh, as you were. Yeah. No, no. I, okay. So anyway, in this game, um, Chuba Chuba is more expensive than Amir Abdullah, but he put the ball on the ground twice and Amir Abdullah had more snaps than him. So I don't think uh, I want either running back, but if I had to pick one, I would go with Abdullah at 44 and 49 uh, Diggs, If you want to play Diggs, I get it. Do it. 77, 78, you know, worth the price of admission every time without Sanders. I like this Gabe Davis price at 37 and 49. He's very touchdown dependent, but for 3,700 bucks, I'll take one touchdown. That's okay. Um, DJ Moore has a hamstring. Robbie Anderson is inconsistent. Um, I'm not paying up for Dawson Knox. So for me, maybe the Bills defense at 31 and 49 is a decent play. Um, but yeah, for me, coming out of this game, even with a good offense in the Bills, the guy I want to buy is Gabe Davis at 3,700. Yeah, not a ton I want in this game, but Davis is my top guy, especially if Emmanuel Sanders is out, which it looks like he will be. So uh, I like Gabe Davis, 37 and 49. I like him quite a bit. I will say I know the Buffalo secondary is very good, but Robbie Anderson the last couple of weeks has actually looked good. Like P.J. Walker and Cam Newton were forcing him the football. So Anderson at his price tag at 48 and 58, if you want to be super contrarian, it's not the worst play in the world. I could totally see that being an option for you. It's not my favorite play. That's not my worst. I like Gabe Davis. Don't mind Robbie Anderson. I think the Bills defense, though, at 31 and 49 is a very, very strong play because if anything we can count on, it's Cam Newton turning the football over. So, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, how much is he going to play until he Well, I count on P.J. Walker doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're really not that different, sadly enough, right now. Right. Um, Cincinnati at Denver. Denver minus two and a half over under 44. Oh, there's stuff to buy here. Finally. Uh, I like Joe Burrow at 61 and 73. I think that's a decent price for him. Uh, Mixon at 72 and 83 is fine. Not my favorite buy, but I get it. Uh, Javante, I know he's a little nicked up. He came up with a knee on Wednesday on the injury report. I think he's going to be fine. So I would uh, love to buy Javante in this game. And at 61 and 7,000, I think that's a great price for him. Um, Jamar Chase, you know, uh, always worth the price of admission. And he's 71 and 75. That's fine. But I really like T. Higgins at 65 and 68. I know he has a little bit of an ankle thing too, 
but uh, who at, in in the league at this point is not Everyone's playing dragging out something, yep. right? So I'm not too worried about his ankle thing, and he's still limited in practice and not missing practice, which means he's going to be fine to play. Um, I don't trust any receiving option for Denver, so they are completely out for me. Um, Albert O is not bad at 33, but I think we can find a better cheap tight end. Uh, I just don't trust Teddy at all. So uh, my big play here is Javante and T Higgins at their price. I like those calls. I like them a lot. I think if you want to stack up Burrow, um, it's been ugly, but he's still putting up over 20 fantasy points each of the last two weeks. I think they're going to do it again this week. Um, so Burrow's in play. I think it's a good bounce back spot for Mixon. Like the Denver defense is good. Yes, but I believe in this Cincinnati offense a lot. And we've seen teams be able to score on Denver from time to time. This could be one of them. It could be a mess too. It's a road game. I could be totally wrong, but like Mixon should get his, but I like a Burrow with, if you want to go chase, you can, but I think Burrow, Mixon and Higgins, you mentioned Higgins. He's 65 and 68. I like that for starters. Secondly, I'm a guy that likes listening to coach speak, players speak and everything. And, and sometimes I'm wrong. And sometimes very wrong. But um, Joe Burrow flat out came out uh, this week and said, I love seeing the development of T Higgins. I love seeing the player he is. I love the connection we have. And I hope we get to play at least 10 more years together. So, I, I, I like that. You know, yeah, I hate the Bengals, Bur- but, yeah, but Bur- I, Bur- I do. I like what they've done over there. They, they've built very a good smartly. team around Burrow, a good yeah. young team around Burrow. So I like Higgins this week. I think it's one of those big weeks to get it going. Uh, Chase is always a tournament play if you want, but uh, give me some Higgins in this one. And that's probably about it. Like, honestly, if you want to go Bengals defense at 29, I don't Not hate bad. it. Yeah. Don't hate it because Teddy just doesn't do it for me, but could be totally wrong. I, we both like sensing this game. We've seen Denver shut teams down. So it would be, it, it could happen, but I, I'm not counting on it anymore. Uh, we have Dallas at the New York Giants. Dallas on the road, minus 10 and a half Bogman over under 44 and a half. Look, I, I know he didn't pay off for us last week, but I'm going right back to Dak at 65 and 75. I think that's a decent fair price for him. So I like it. Uh, if you want to play CD lamb at 74 on both, that's fine. I like the price of Cooper a little bit better at 64 and 7,000. Um, I want to go to Saquon. I just can't pay up for him. I can't do it. Uh, I would rather, honestly, I'd rather pay for Zeke at 73 and 67. I don't want to mess with Pollard with the, you know, the plantar fascia, um, you know, uh, but I think my big buys here are going to be Dak and I would pay up for CD lamb. I'm not messing with any Giants. You can't trust any wide receiver they have. Um, I like Schultz, but as you know, Schultz has been letting us down over the last couple weeks. So, yeah, I think my big buys are paying up for Dak and for CD. Yeah, I don't mind Dak at all. It was frustrating last week because he passed it to everybody. CD, oh, everybody but Schultz. Uh, CD, Gallup, (laughs) and Cooper all got theirs. Um, And I like CD again, 7,400. People will pay down for Cooper, take the discount. I think he's very, CD's very, very much in play. And I have no problem going back to uh, Schultz. I've said it a lot. You can pass on the Giants at the tight end position. That's the thing yeah. you could do this year in a big, big way. So Schultz at 49 and 56 could be a nice bounce back spot. I like that one quite a bit. Only Giant I like is is uh, Saquon. I know it's 65 and 73. It's inconsistent. But we saw him get the rock last week. They're going to have to give him the rock this week. They have any prayer of keeping this close. Yeah. So I think he's in play. I prefer to go to um, the, the passing game of the Cowboys, and I think they're going to have a field day against the Giants. I, we both think they cover this game, which means giddy up, partner. 
<laughs> um, Green Bay at Baltimore. Green Bay minus five and a half on this one. Over under 43 and a half. As we said on the, the pick show, go pack go. Yeah, go pack go. Uh, look, I'll tell you what. If it is Huntley, don't mind his price at uh, 54 and 64. You know, obviously, I uh, can't depend on that. But I will pay for Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers is very expensive. I get it. 75 and 76, but this is, we're talking about the, one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. And they just lost their best pass defender in Marlon Humphrey two weeks ago against Pittsburgh. So um, I just expect them to get torched. So for that as well, uh, I'm a pay up on Devonte Adams, 8,900, 8,500. I get it. He's super expensive. Don't want to pay that much, but I think this is a spot where you can pay for him. Um, I'd still rather go AJ Dillon, over Aaron Jones, because I still think they're just limiting uh, Aaron Jones a little bit. I think he had eight touches last week, right? So scored twice, which is good enough, but I want the grinder in this game, especially because I think they're going to get up and, you know, probably be able to play some backups here. Uh, I think MVS is on the table at 49 and 55. I think Alan Lazar's on the table at 4,500. Um, Bateman at 5,058. If Huntley's in, I think he's one of his favorite targets. And anytime you want to pay up for Mark Andrews, uh, I'm about it. So, um, my big buys here are, uh, going to be Rogers, Dylan. And if you want to spend up on Adams, I, this is a week to definitely do it. And most weeks are a week to do it, but this week in particular. Yeah. Most weeks it is. This is an expensive week though. And there's no Cooper cup to offset things. Uh, and, and actually there is Cooper on the slate. He's not on the, he is on the main slate. My bad. Totally forgot. <laughs> Every, all the main guys are like playing on other slates this week. So we do have cup on this one. That's good. Um, this is the first game stack I like a lot that we've talked about. Right. Uh, I love the Roger side of it to um, Adams. He's expensive, but you can do it this week. If you don't want to, I think MVS is phenomenal. Like Lazard can get his. But I think MVS at 49 and 55 is a great play this week. Even if you want to stack him with Adams and Rogers, totally fine with that. Um, on the flip side, I, I don't mind hunting. Like you mentioned, I even wrote him up as a, cash game value if he starts just because he's so cheap and will be using his legs and his arm as much as humanly possible in this game so i don't hate it at 5400 bucks um and i love the bateman call he showed a great rapport with bateman last week i think that continues this week 5058 is a great price tag especially that 5000 in a ppr format and then andrews 100 always in play always in play the dude is a monster it's like i know people understand how good he is but it seems like he still doesn't get the respect as like the kittles of the world get so yeah um he's that good though like he's really really good so if you need to do it no problem at all houston at the urban Meyerless jaguars this is freaking <laughs> amazing god houston minus or jacksonville's minus three and a half maybe they knew something in that big place in the <laughs> desert it is oh, vegas man you yeah. know over under 39 and a half so uh, what you got on this one uh, a whole bunch of nothing, man. I, I know we're excited that Urban got fired, but is that going to make Trevor Lawrence turn into a five touchdown guy? I don't think so. You could know, make I, James Robinson get 20 carries. I, it, that it could, and he's very cheap at 54 yep. and 6,300. So Robinson is your one buy here uh, in this game. I, I would love to see uh, something new break, but I don't know who it's going to be. I could tell you I like Cooks at 58 yep. and 69 is not a bad price, but I'm not. You know, I'm not going to list him as one of my guys this week. Robinson could be one of my guys here. Um, also, don't want any tight ends in this game. You know what? I, I take that back. 
Brevin Jordan at 2,800 yep. and 4,900 is an absolutely free square. So uh, I will take him uh, at that cheap price. But honestly, I don't want to invest too much in this game because I don't want to have to sit and watch any of it. So, um, you know, Robinson's a maybe. Jordan's a maybe. That's about it for me. It's an ugly game, but there is, if you want to take GPP risks, Davis Mills, Brandon Cooks, Brevin Jordan, cheap, very intriguing stack. That's all I'm going to say. Very intriguing. If well, Mills I'm excited three, about this game now. Now that yeah, if gone. Mills throws 300 plus, <laughs> this is very much intriguing yet again. So I think Mills, Cooks, Jordan. I like James Robinson at 54 and 63. I kind of liked him already a little bit. I like him a lot more with Urban out of town. <laughs> a lot more with Urban out of town. Like, I'm very pumped on this one with James Robinson at 54 and 63. This is like this is this is Christmas morning. We're like a week away. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's. I think it's where I'm going to stop with this game because it still is a bad football game between two bad football teams. Right. But how many times have we seen two bad football teams come out with like 50 points? Yeah, that's true. So I don't <laughs> know if these so are the bad. teams to come out with 50 points, though. You know? Yeah, you're true. True. But uh, you never know. Um, <laughs> He's my... so excited. You should see his face. Definitely. <laughs> definitely turn on the YouTube this week to see uh bub's face he is uh brimming with excitement yep. here so good so good maybe trevor lawrence actually throws for like 300 yards this week for the first time all year it's oh gonna be God, freaking awesome be i might so have to watch awesome. this game. Yes. no come on um, let's not let's not act crazy. no i'm not i'm not gonna watch this game i'm being yeah, sarcastic okay, there but all i right. might watch the highlights um <laughs> jets at the miami dolphins miami minus 10 over under 42 coming off the bye week stomping the jets dude how about tua how yes. about tua always uh, affordable you know, yeah, he well, he's always affordable, but this week in particular, with your entire running back room under COVID protocols here, I I don't know who's going to be running the ball for this team. So I love Tua, I love Waddle at his price. You know, Waddle, you can play at any point. Um, I'm not going to go to Michael Carter's first game off the IR. Just I think he could be limited. Uh, Waddle's a little more expensive, but he's still not up into the upper echelon of the Adams and guys like that. And he's playing kind of at that level. He's at the Higgins price. He's just a little bit more expensive than Higgins. So if I had to pick between them, I'd go with Higgins uh, just because he's uh, a little bit cheaper. But I do like uh, Jalen Waddle here. Don't like anything with the Jets receiving game because they just, you know, yeah. Zach Wilson can't get anybody the ball here. He's bad. Um, Very bad. Not going to pay it for good sticky. I'd rather just pay up or down at that spot. I tell you what, though, Dolphins defense at 37 and 5,000, not a bad price at all. Yeah, I, li- I like Tua quite a bit this week. I think Waddle at 66 and 71 is too cheap for this matchup. And I love Devontae Parker at 43 and 58. I really like that price tag. So um, I might be foolish in that one, but again, with no running game, I think they're throwing it a ton. So I'm a fan of that. If you want a GPP play, Matt Collins is 31 and 51. He seems to find the end zone are getting end zone targeted a lot lately. They're, they're, they're like scheming for him in the red zone. So another guy to keep in mind at 31 and 51. If you just want like a value play, Matt Collins could be a total millionaire maker GPP type idea. So keep him in mind at 31 and 51. Uh, on the flip side, I don't like paying up for many defenses, but if you are, I agree. Dolphins at 37 and 5K, pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, Seattle at the Rams. We have another game stack, at least in my opinion, on this one because I took the over. Bogman did not. Uh, but Seattle and the Rams, Rams four and, minus 4.5, over under 45.5. Yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen in this game, right? Like we said, this is a division rival game that can kind of uh, get a little bit wacky here in, in the history of this game. It has been wacky. So I'm not mess. I'm not 
paying for Russell Wilson, not against the Rams. I'm also not paying for Stafford. Uh, I think if I'm going to pay up for QB, I've already mentioned, I'd rather pay for Rogers. I'd rather pay for Dak. Um, anytime you want to pay for cup, I'm good. Uh, Van Jefferson's price still confuses me. Uh, 56 and 62. I love him obviously specifically with Beckham on the COVID list and possibly not playing. Um, DK Metcalf didn't practice on Wednesday, so it makes Tyler Lockett a little more interesting at 7,7300. Also, just say D Eskridge could be a free square here at 3,4700 4, if DK Metcalf doesn't play. I think he could get a little bit more involved as well. Gerald Everett wouldn't be a bad price should Metcalf also not be able to go at 3,500 30, 30, and 4,900. Um, not paying for either defense, though. So, my big buy here is going to be Van Jefferson. Yeah, the way I want to stack this up is with Wilson, uh, stack him up with Lockett, and then go with Cup and Van Jefferson. That's what I want. And I'm with you. Van Jefferson is my favorite receiver in this game, price-wise. 56 and 62 is outstanding. And obviously that is because OBJ is out. If somehow OBJ comes back, that changes everything. I'm not sure on his VAC status. I am not a doctor. But um, I, I love Van Jefferson. I kind of like him even if OBJ comes back because he's still getting his, but it just makes him that much better, obviously, if OBJ is not around. The other player I will mention, if you want to do something, if you say you want to stack Wilson with Lockett and Van, I like Sony Michelle a lot at 58 and 68. You can run all over Seattle, all over yeah. them. And you I can do think... pretty much anything you want against Seattle without True. Jamal Adams. True, their defense you know? is bad. And I don't think we see Daryl Henderson this week. So um, I like Sony Michelle a lot in this game at 58 and 68. Like we said earlier, you can pay up for like the, uh, the Devontae Adams if you want because there are values at running back if you need them. So Henderson's one I like a lot at 58 and 68. All right, Tennessee at Pittsburgh, the Bog Bowl, and somehow <laughs> Tennessee is uh, is favored as one minus one and a half over under forty one and a half. Yeah, look, uh, in this game, that there's a lot to like. I feel like so. Uh, Roethlisberger at fifty six and sixty six against this defense is fine. Uh, Ryan Tannehill at fifty nine and seven thousand isn't terrible, but I just want him to prove it before I see it. I'm not paying up for Najee. I'm not paying for Deontay Foreman or Hilliard or any Tennessee back. Um, I love Deontay at 75 and 72. I like Ray Ray McLeod at three 3,300 and 5,000, because I think we could see Claypool get benched this week. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but because of the fourth, the, the first down thing. Well, not just the first down thing. Oh. All right. So did you see him in the first quarter, stick his finger in Bashad Breland's face to get a 15 yard penalty? I missed that, that got him benched for a couple drives. So we had that. Then we had him do the first down point thing. Trey Turner come over to get the ball. The ball gets kicked away. Then in the press conference, he blames Trey Turner. You know, he says, I have to be better, but somebody else, you know, took the ball away from me and knocked it around and blah, blah. Like, it's just a bunch of crybaby nonsense from Claypool. So I think because of that, Deontay, Raymond McLeod has been more impressive catching the ball than James Washington has, even though James Washington did score a touchdown. On Thursday night football, uh, I think Ray Ray has been better, but Pat Firm was probably my favorite buy in this entire game at 45 and 53. I also think Jeff Swain at 3,000 and 4,600 is not a bad tight end buy either. So, uh, Toe Tap Pat, Deontay, and Ben are probably my favorite picks in this game. Yeah, I like Ben quite a bit at that price point. Uh, I like him a lot, actually. Obviously, people know by now you play Deontay. That's what we do here. It's very simple. <laughs> He's getting price here finally. Finally. Still not bad at 75 and 72, especially in the PPR of 75. He'll be fine. Um, you like Ray Ray? No problem. I like James Washington. He got his last week. He's got that tournament appeal at 35 and 51. So I got no problem if you want to go him in a tournament. 
And then Fryermuth at 45 is great. Love Fryermuth as well. He's, he's one of the better tight ends on the slate. The one guy I will mention that you said you do not want to be on, give me Deontay Foreman at 52 and 58. He's another value back I'm looking for. Heavy workload last week. I know they're in a big lead and everything. I think he gets a big workload again because you can run all over Pittsburgh. The last three to four weeks, they've had multiple 20-point fantasy performances to lead running backs. So I think Foreman is great. If you, for some reason, think Pittsburgh gets out to a good lead and you want to play a tournament play, Dontrell Hilliard will be used in the passing game, so that's fine. But I prefer Foreman getting that heavy, like, 15-plus carries, hopefully, at 52 and 58 against this Pittsburgh defense that you can run all over. So fan of that one for sure. All right, last game on this 11-game slate. Washington at Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus seven in this one, over under 44. Yeah, um, I don't want anything in Philly at all. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Hurts or Minshew. Uh, I don't trust any of their wide receivers. They split up the backs too much. I can't do any of it. So uh, there are pieces of Washington I like. Heineke's not going to be one of them because he's a little bit banged up. so I think Antonio Gibson, 6,600 is a good price here. I don't want Terry McLaurin because he's a little bit banged up. None of these wide receivers really make a lot of sense to me. Maybe Ricky Seals Jones at 34 and 45, but I don't know, man. This game is kind of a fade to me. I don't like a lot here. There's just too much production split up among many players here. That's the thing. It's hard to pinpoint who it is. The only thing I want is Antonio Gibson, like you mentioned. Let a lot of people down last week. I will take the bounce back. Everybody has a bad week from time to time. Gain script was bad because they fell behind early. Um, he's been a monster the last three to four weeks prior to that. So I got no problem going back to them, especially if Heineke is as banged up as he is. They're going to need to rely on Antonio Gibson to get things done. So Gibson at 6K and 69, I, I'm a fan of his. But as for the most part, I'm with you. Don't really feel like um, using much more in this game. Plenty of other Not a lot to like to go around. Speaking of goodness to go around, make sure you guys give us a rating or review on iTunes. I'd appreciate that quite a bit. Or check out the Star YouTube page. Again, would be a good episode to check out. Telling you that much for sure. <laughs> thank you, Urban Meyer. You got, finally gave me the gift of smile. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, but more importantly, we uh, we recap things for you. So, Bogman, who are your top quarterbacks this week? My top quarterbacks this week, I got uh, Aaron Rodgers, 75 and 76, Dak at 65 and 75, and Tua at 57 and 74. Yeah, I love all of those. I'm going to go with Rodgers for me. I'll say Kyler to be a little different. And then do I want to be different one more? Yeah, give me Joey Burrow. I'll be different one more to be fun. But I had Dak and Tua written down as well. But give me Rodgers, Kyler, and Burrow for my three this week. Who are your running backs this week? My RBs this week. Um, I've got Javante at 61, 7,000, AG Dillon 57 and 75. And we'll go James Robinson without urban there, uh, 54 and 63. I love those plays. I'm going with you on James Robinson. We could, we could be just reaching for fool's gold here, but that <laughs> price point, if they actually use him the way they should is freaking amazing. So I'm with you on James Robinson. I like Sony quite a bit and I'm going to plant my flag on Deontay Foreman. I'm hoping he gets another a heavy workload against a bad, bad rush defense. Uh, wide receivers, tons of them, Bogman, tons of them. Who There's are? almost too many to pick through. I'll go with Higgins, 65 and 68, Man Jefferson at 56 and 62, and Russell Gage at 58 and 6,000. Okay, I had those guys written down. So to be different, <laughs> to be different, to be fair, um, Van's one of my favorite ones. Again, like I said, if OBJ's out, but to be different. Yeah, OBJ's out, I mean, but he's going to be pretty chalk. Yeah, but there's, you can play chalk from time to time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go AJ Green to pair up with Kyler. I'll go that route. I'll go Devontae Parker. 
I think that's a strong one. And then I'm taking Van. I got to take Van. I, I, yeah. I just can't. I can't not take Van. It's too too freaking good. Uh, who do you got at tight end? Tight end, um, Kittle, 75 and 78. If I'm paying up, I'm paying for Kittle. Uh, Freermuth as my middling guy, 45 and 3,300. And Brevin Jordan as that punt option, 2,800 and 4,900. Well, we have the same tight ends, and there's not enough tight ends to change them up. So, right. Like, like the only other guy I'd mention is Andrews. Yeah. That's the only, only it, other you one. You can pay like, for Andrews. I'd pretty much narrow it down to those four for the most part, and I'd roll with those unless you need to get real freaky somewhere. But uh, that Jordan value, I'm telling you, that's like. Uh, Tight ends, if you're not playing the elite guy for all the catches, you're just praying they find the end zone. And that's what Brevin Jordan's going to do, probably. So he's going to pay off his 2500 So something to think about there. Um, what game stacks are you looking at? I mean, I like Green Bay against Baltimore. I think the Rams against Seattle is a decent one. You can stack Cowboys against the Giants if you want. Uh, Bengals against the Broncos. And I think that's all the stacks I like. Uh, yeah, Cardinals against one- Detroit. Yeah, my main ones, Green Bay, Baltimore, as you mentioned, uh, Seattle, the Rams, Miami, Cincinnati, Arizona. Those are single stacks, not so much. The one sneaky, dumb one, potentially, Houston. Just okay. just something weird about that one. I'm just Jacksonville or Houston? Houston with Mills, Mills, okay. Cooks, and, and Jordan. I think right. I don't know if I want to I don't know if I want to bring it back too much. You Maybe just, you could throw you James just Robinson. So excited, uh, about you, you could throw James, James Robinson in if you want. I still as excited as I am before this happened, like earlier today when I was working on an article, I just looked at Trevor Lawrence's game logs and it made me feel bad for him. Like it was, they're sad, like sad. Like I feel like you or I could almost be in the ballpark with those numbers he puts out there. It's, they're bad. It, it's, it, and I, and remember at one point, Urban Meyer said, I want us to have 250 rushing yards and 250 passing yards every single game. Well, yeah. you know, they're giving them up. That, I don't know if they're getting them. <laughs> There's plenty um, of job openings in college. So, yes, he's going to maybe he can go to Jackson State or something like that and get a big uh, NIL guy. Um, all right. The most important thing, though, every week is to try to win some free swag because Line Star is awesome like that. They give out free swag and you go, Bubba, how do I win free swag? Well, you'll follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star NFL, and they tweet out the touchdown calls of the week from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. And if one of our guys finds the end zone, you'll win some free swag. So Bogman on week 15, who is your touchdown call of the week? I'm going to go out on a big limb here and just, uh, I definitely want to win someone something. So Devonte Adams against the Ravens. Let's go. I was like, is he really going to limb? Is he really? Let's see. No, well, no, I want to win somebody go. something. Give me Devonte so Adams. Should I just pick cup then? Is that what I should pick? No. Yeah, I mean, um, you can. No, you took Adams. I'll have some fun with this one. I guess mine's not a big limb, but it could be a limb. I'll take George Kittle. Give me George Kittle. That was the other stack I think could be interesting. I said, if you want to save some cash, is that Niners one, but I'm not in love with it, in love with it. But I'll go George Kittle. Bogman goes Devontae Adams. Go pack, go. go pack. So it should be a fun one. We'll see what Ryan Humphreys does. Make sure you guys retweet that to try to win some free swag. But hey, that's week 15. If you're following the pre-snap podcast, you got your picks and bets podcast. You don't need the showdown show anymore. A little late for that one, but you got the main slate preview plus a little Saturday preview, all the fun stuff. And if you have any more questions, you download the app. You become a member at Lionstar. Super cheap, worth every penny you pay for. Gives you everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your lineups. So check all that out. Check Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you next week, as always. Good luck. See you. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate.
wait for good karma in your fantasy football games.